Time for the movers that you missed. George Tillis has overlooked stocks of the day, joining us from Salt Lake. George, last week you brought us Denny's in this segment. Yesterday, you gave us Nathan's famous hot dogs, which so many of us, I believe, discovered was a public company for the first time. And then today you turn around and you give us Mark Wahlberg's workout business, F45, as an overlooked stock. How do you do that, George? How do you give us Grand Slams, hot dogs, and go tell us to work out? Well, eventually, I think people are going to decide, OJ, during the holiday seasons, after eating so much, <laughs> they're going to start working out. And maybe that's the play here for F45. Okay. Which, uh, I didn't know uh, Wahlberg was actually involved in this. He but, is, uh, yeah. Effectively, it's a franchise company. It's, it's a franchise uh, fitness uh, company. Uh, it's all about 45. That's why the uh, the name F45, 45-minute complete and comprehensive workouts, they say, are very effective. But also, we have to keep in mind when it comes to exercising, it must be fun. Uh, and it's also community-driven, so it's more of a local uh, community-driven uh, fitness franchise company. But it's not a small company by all means. Uh, it is actually in operations uh, since about uh, 2013, but it actually has about 3,000 different uh, franchises in 65 countries, uh, as well as about 1,600 uh, other, other fitness studios as well. So it's actually an up-and-coming, growing company uh, in the fitness space. And I think it's really... Uh, a company that's sort of betting on the, uh, the increased or more of the elements of returning to uh, normalcy. Nor normalcy meaning returning to workouts and gym environments uh, past COVID-19. Now, the stock itself as a publicly traded company has uh, been around since July. So it's relatively new. And since then, uh, for investors who got in early, it's down about 33%. But it's starting to perhaps uh, gain some interest from analysts. Now, consensus-wise, the average price target on the stock is about $19.5. Now, J.P. Morgan... Uh, they're actually, you know, rating some different kinds of industry groups as of late. They're pretty, uh, pretty active. They actually upgraded the stock to an overweight from neutral, uh, and they've got a $15 price target. So it's just a little bit of an early uh, tell on a company that uh, is growing tremendously uh, in terms of the number of franchises. But uh, with that growth comes um, losses, and, and unfortunately for the company, they are generating about 90 million based on the last four quarters in sales, but in those four quarters, they lost about 240 million. So uh, they are aggressively expanding their business from a capital expenditure standpoint, operating cost standpoint. Uh, but uh, again, it's a fast growing fitness brand. And a lot of times, uh, OJ, you know how these trends take off like Peloton, uh, which is down about 65% in the last three months. Unfortunately for those investors that took off and those trends can uh, last for quite some time. Uh, before uh, before they can or potentially fall by the wayside. Okay, so uh, this is uh, fitting into the overall downside within uh, both the at-home fitness and the more normal fitness. Uh, so maybe the hot dogs are the trade, George. It seems like working out is uh, not, not working right now. Well, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think, it, you know, especially this time of year, people are really just focused on the... Uh, the, the sort consumption of anxiety and the stress involved and yeah and less on exercise i think it's just typical this time of year but uh, I, I will say this that you know it's good to see analyst coverage on a company especially a post ipo business uh, my thoughts oj is always a couple of quarters you got to see a major trend reversal uh for any investment because again uh you know considering the market cap at around let's call it, call it close to a billion dollars about 980 million uh they're losing about three dollars a share on an annualized basis so to me 
you know, they're probably going to be issuing a secondary. And maybe that's why a lot of times these uh, investment banks like J.P. Morgan uh, come in and upgrade the stock, because at the same time, as part of their services, they do underwrite secondary. So that might be uh, in the works as well. And a lot of times, sometimes uh, those secondaries end up being being a very uh, accretive event. In other words, uh, there's a buy the dip mentality after secondary offerings, which again, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it certainly could. Okay. Yeah, we've seen a lot of that this year where uh, investors reward these companies for issuing uh, shares if they feel that it's necessary for the ongoing success of the business. All right. FXLV up 11%. JP Morgan with the upgrade, trying to bottom out and uh, looking better still than Peloton, I mean, for sure. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, Planet Fitness is a, a wacky chart uh, over the last uh, six months. So maybe FXLV, F45 has some role here to play still in the uh, back to normal theme. George, let's keep it going here. CCMP, uh, CMC Materials, huge, huge move. Uh, and uh, a, a couple analyst notes around it too. What happened here? Well, you know, a few things are interesting about CCMP or uh, CMC materials. One, it's in the uh, the materials uh, space, but also materials and semiconductors. And these are a couple of trends we've talked about, in, at least in the last six months or so, that are, are continuing to the upside. But it's a semi semiconductor equipment uh, manufacturing company, as well as materials. They actually focus on, uh, in the manufacturing process, policy, polishing agents and polishing equipment. And these, again, help uh, manufacturers produce smaller, faster, and more complex integrated circuits. So anything that increases semiconductor manufacturing productivity, I think, is still uh, in vogue right now, especially with semiconductor shortages, uh, which are probably going to considerably or con continue to last into at least next year. Some expect even in 2023. But the other catalyst uh, for this company, which, again, from my revenue standpoint, I'm sorry, market cap standpoint, is about $5 billion, uh, is it was offered to be acquired by another competitor, Integris, uh, symbol ENTG. This competitor is about $18 billion in market cap, so it's about three times the size, but that's considerably less than major players in these areas uh, of, of semiconductor fab, which is Applied Materials and, and uh, KLA Tencore. Those are the leaders in the respective global uh, manufacturing space. But this is a really a complementary acquisition because if you look at uh, CMC's uh, equipment, that's different than uh, than Integris. Integris really focuses on specialty chemicals, advanced material handling, as well as quality control. So I think this is now a synergistic and and complementary acquisition for two companies, which have you know relatively generous gross margins in the forty percent range. Now that's still below. Uh, larger scalable companies like AMAT, but these are two companies that uh, duly need uh, to get together to improve their scalability. And if you look at Citigroup, I think they agree because they upgraded the stock post merger uh, announcement or acquisition announcement. Uh, price target now is 200 from 130. Uh, and this is a couple of days after, again, uh, the announcement of this uh, acquisition of CMC from Integris. Now, uh, all of, it's all about enhancing the innovation, of course, improved economies of scales, and that's what uh, acquisitions and mergers are all about, uh, as well as uh, cost synergies. And I think overall, considering, and, I, and what I did is I looked at uh, operating metrics. If you look at applied materials, uh, operating margins are quite hefty at 31%. Now, if you look at uh, CNC, operating margins are half that, around 17%. Integris about 21%. So what I see here is 
uh, two companies that really needed to uh, to merge their operations, bring together their products, improve scalability and enhance efficiency at the same time from a financial standpoint, but also from a production standpoint. And I think uh, the, the acquisition makes sense. And that's the case uh, according to uh, what Citigroup sees. Okay. All right, uh, George. So uh, we did have a little uh, M&A action today. Started with uh, Oracle and Serence, and uh, now a response and CCMP thinking about uh, what that'll mean for the future of their business if uh, there is some uh, merger activity, some M&A. And uh, an interesting one, George and I, CCMP, and then F45 Training Holdings, FXLV. Once again, you've managed to find very different companies, but both very compelling analyses. Thanks, George, and have a great weekend. You too. Thanks, OJ. New demand. Thank you, George Tillis.